My background in social work was actually working in this capacity. So I remember being at the festival, being in the booth. He calls my phone and I just remember the tone of his voice. From the tone of his voice alone, he said, there's something I have to tell you. I have the kids in the car and we're coming to you right now. And as soon as he said that, I knew exactly what he was going to tell me. Like I just knew and my gut just knew. And so I remember closing the walls on my booth in the middle of the festival and um, sitting with him on the phone and like, you have to tell me what happened, what's going on. And, um, and he does, you know, he did. And it was like life never, <laughs> life never went back to normal, quote unquote, mm-hmm. after that. That was it. Yeah. Welcome to the Hennapreneur Podcast, the exclusive podcast of its kind, dedicated to giving you an honest look at the realities of making a living as a henna professional. I'm your host, Chelsea Stevenson, a tea-loving, shoe-collecting mother of three in constant search for the most poppin' pair of earrings and the perfect shade of red lipstick. I'm also a professional henna artist and business strategist who went from barely being able to piece together a fluid design to being the owner of the most celebrated henna boutique in my city. I'm on a mission to help henna professionals to harness their skills and grow vibrant, profitable businesses that they absolutely love. If you want to make more money with your art, you are definitely in the right place. Let's get to it. Hey, hey, Hennapreneurs. Welcome back to another episode of the Hennapreneur Podcast. This is our second segment of a series, um, including myself and my ex-husband, Ahmed. And I want to give a quick trigger warning, actually, to our audience, um, because we're going to be discussing some sensitive subject matter inside of this episode. And so I don't want anyone to be caught off guard, by that, I want you to know ahead of time that is coming inside of what we discussed today. But as we are continuing on the conversation that we're having about um, our relationship, how that evolved over the course of me, you know, starting my business, running my business, expanding my business, I also want to, you know, call your attention to the themes that are brought up throughout um, the ongoing of our discussion. So you'll notice that we talk about breaks. You'll notice that we talk about um, really listening to one another, perception versus um, actual communication and so forth. And there are a lot of gems to be found inside of this particular segment. Um, So I want to invite you into what is, you know, very intimate and sensitive subject matter for us. And I do want to go ahead and thank you in advance for your grace and for your compassion as you hear our story um, as we continue through the segment. So uh, without further ado, let's go ahead and jump in to the interview and I'll touch base with you as we wrap up. Now it's uh, the, the biggest growing pain was, was feeling left behind. Um, it was noticing the gaps that needed to be fulfilled. Um, but then I couldn't be the weight to hold you back. You know, it's like you were starting to take off and start to go pro. And even what we moved then after that, um, seeing that, okay, now you are starting to kind of flap your wings. Maybe you haven't flown yet, but you started to flap your wings. And it's like, okay, I have to maintain this 
let's call it a balancing act over here between these positions. I have to maintain this balancing act and make sure that we have what we need as a family. So that way you can step aside and start flapping your wings over there and see if you can take this off and, and, and fly and chase what you need to do. So it's like, I want you to do that. And it's not that I, I, I didn't want to. I wanted you to fly. And I'm going to sit there and cheer you on, but I'm going to stay in the ground and take care of what we need over here and, and, and let you take off, you know? Mm. So. That's, that's heavy. I, but, and also like, I, I see that, like when I look back, I, I, there are, there are moments along the journey where I'm like, yeah, I leveled up right there. Yeah. I leveled up right there. Like that was, that was a, a, a milestone for me or like a changing moment for me. And, and in all of those moments you were present. So there's not like, there's never a time where I look and it's like, you weren't there. You were there for all of it. But in my taking the next step, you're right. Like it was almost like a, like I'll use the the imagery of like flying a kite, mm-hmm. right? It was like you were on the ground and I'm tethered to the string. And so mm-hmm. we're experiencing the thing together, mm-hmm. but like I would go up a little bit more and there'd be a gust and I'd go up a little bit more. And like, you were still down there holding the string, holding the string. Yes. Does that like is that resonating with you? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. You're going to hold the string, but you're not. You're not the kite. You're not seeing the vision. You're not seeing. You're not leveling up. So, by that, it's like you know. Okay, now you started flying, and seeing different things, and experiencing different things, and gaining different knowledge. And okay, so and, and then I'm on the ground, and I'm making sure that, like I said, things are afloat, and that you are out there soaring. And it's like, yes, we are winning. You know, there was still a we there, you know. Um, But then as you leveled up, then it's like, okay, uh, like I'm happy, you know. And then also on the back end, now you're feeling outdated. And you're feeling, okay, now you have this new insight. Now you have this new knowledge. Now you're growing these new experiences and you're leveling up. But now it's like, I can only, that support of what I can offer you starts to kind of go down, you know. Mm-hmm. and in the business. But it doesn't stop everything else. It doesn't stop that you still need to fill head of household. It does not stop that you still need to parent. Now it's like, okay, now you're flying, and I can hold the string, and also I can... Now, what gaps do I need to fill, and what other gaps that might, you know, you had to step away from a little bit to, to continue to fly that now I need to also fill, you know? Um, if you're going to be out working late, Okay, I'm going to make dinner. I'm going to, you know, pick up the house. I'm going to have dinner ready for you once you get back. Uh, I might have a bath running for you if you need it. Whatever. Massage. And and, and find out, like, what you needed um, and then take care of you once you came back as well. So it's like you were out on the battlefield, you know? (laughs) And, you know, I got you. Like, I got you. Everything else is taken care of. And, you know, welcome back home and then just kind of hit the reset button on you in, in a way. And then at the same time, now I have to catch up. I have to ask you what happened. What did you see out there? What did you experience out there? You know, and kind of also share that win or moment or experience with you and celebrate with you. And at the same time, it's like I'm outdated. You know, 
How can I offer you advice on what you've seen, given that I haven't experienced it? So there was only so much I can offer you. So at times, my advice was going to be lacking, you know, or it was lacking. And maybe you didn't feel like this guy understands me. I couldn't because I didn't fly with you. Mm. But I was at the bottom holding that string. And I've seen you fly. And I've heard what you said. And I've heard what you experienced. But I didn't experience it. It didn't weigh the same for me as it did. As much as I wanted to relate to you, as much as I wanted to increase that gap in the support system to be what you needed me to be, I, I couldn't because I was still on the ground. Yeah. Ooh, that's heavy. Like, and I, I feel that like, so in my, from my perspective, right, I, I remember there being a time where, you know, I'd come to you and like tap your shoulder for, you know, what do you think about this? Or what do you think about that? And we'd like figure the thing out together. And then over time, yeah, there was definitely this shift of like, okay, I need to make a decision, but I need to, like, I, I feel like I started to pull back on asking you for feedback. But I, what's interesting is, like, you're, you had that feeling of, well, I'm outdated or I'm, you know, my, I, I can't offer the, the support or the feedback or the advice that, that I needed, right? And for me, it was less, it wasn't that. It wasn't a matter of, like, me discrediting you. In fact, I mean, there's still times that I, was, I come to, and even today, right? There are times I'll come to you and like, hey, this thing is going on. What do you think about it? So it's not that your your perspective was less valued to me. I think that what changed for me was I started to trust myself more. Mm-hmm. So in me learning self-trust and in me beginning to like own my instinct and my intuition and my own like perspective and thought process, I stopped tapping your shoulder, not because I didn't value what you had to say, but because... I needed to do what I felt was right, following my own gut and my own instinct. And I, I like needed to not use you as a crutch. Mm-hmm. I needed to not use you as like validation. Mm-hmm. And but we didn't have the, that conversation, right? Like mm-hmm. <laughs> this is like something that I experienced in my silo, and you experienced in your silo, and like there wasn't. Uh, uh, you know, any communication about like, this is, this is why, this is why I'm not asking you anymore. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. That needed to happen. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, if there's any takeaway from there is to have the communication because in, in tapping my shoulder less, then it's, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to take that and I'm going to make sense of it from my experience. You, okay, she's learning more. She's 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 trusting herself more. Okay, that can also translate to I'm no longer needed. You know, mm-hmm. um, or the partnership now has this gap that's slowly growing in it. Now we can't relate. You know, now it's like, you know, yeah, we can still have uh, uh, other connections and interests and you know, movies and stuff outside of work, but still like that that mentality and the business kind of go together to say, now that there's this gap, now there's this other thing that now that has my attention, that's slowly creeping into the light to say, hey, look at me. What are you going to do about it? You know? And it's like, okay, now add it more to the list. Now let me fulfill that role or that glass and level up while I'm still doing all these things. So... 
you know, um, being stuck in a nine to five to say, I'm going to go work so the bills are paid, you know, it doesn't really, uh, it didn't allow me in, in a sense to come home and be like, you know, I have the energy to go and educate myself in this arena or, you know, um, grow mentally to, to, to feed that gap. It was, I was exhausted. It's not that I didn't want to, but then, uh, ironically, I would, I would be looking, um, at the things that you're looking at. I would be, okay, what is she into today? What is she looking at today? Uh, what is she sharing today? So that way I can go educate myself in that. So I can know about that. So I can do the background work. And that way, when she comes to ask me for advice, I've done my homework. I've done my research. I know a little bit. I can engage her in this conversation. I can benefit her in some way. So I had to know you outside of you without asking you Mm. if that makes any sense you know i okay well this is gonna be i don't know maybe this is gonna sound a little bit confrontational (laughs) but like i hear that from you and i'm like okay you know i hear okay i went to the nine to five and i was tired and i came home and i was exhausted and i had to put in the work to be able to match you and whatever and at the same time like for me I remember, and we had this conversation a lot. It was like, okay, yo, I'm still maintaining our home. I'm still homeschooling our kids. I'm running this business and, and I'm learning the things that I need to learn for myself. Like, don't talk to me about exhausted. Mm -hmm. Like I was, I was exhausted. And I think for me, it was, and I don't like, I don't want to open the floor for like, uh, it's not a battle of who did what, who did more, whatever. Like, that's not even the conversation. Though, I think that a lot of people, a lot of our listeners, within their partnerships, that's how it's approached. Mm-hmm. So, like, I feel like that's uh, worth talking about or worth highlighting and kind of pointing at because both of us, both of us came to the table feeling already overworked. Mm-hmm. Both of us felt overwhelmed. Both of us felt like we were doing as much as we could and more. Mm-hmm. And and both of us felt, I don't know if I would use the word like underserved, but... Unseen. Perhaps unseen mm-hmm. um, inside of that dynamic. And so like, it's another instance where communication like if we no i can't even say it's really communication like it it was perception it was perception yeah it's it's how it's how i imagined your day would have been for example we talked about um you know you've been at home with the kids all day and well i've been on the you know i've been at home with the kids on 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 days as well and those days have been Okay, I survived those days. They were easy for me. And it's like, okay, well, what is she complaining about, you know? Um, or for you to say, okay, he's gone to work, or he's just gone to work all day, you know? what? He just did one thing. Like, he didn't have to deal with these six items that I had to do every year. But at the same time, you don't know how and what and what I had to go through on that day, you know? So, and then also, on top of that, thinking about you and thinking about... Um, what else I needed to do or where I lacked, you know, all of that mentally doesn't stop in your mind. 
And then on top of that, you got to challenge work, and you got to challenge, and, and you got to take. Uh, I mean, conquer the obstacles that come through your day, you know, at work, and then come home and say, okay, where do I need to pick up now? Now I need to put my work hat down, and I can start on dinner, or I can start cleaning up, or I can now relieve her from this duty. And then the work doesn't stop because you just came from work, and now you have to continue on to now this other work, you know? And sometimes you want to come home and be like, I'm exhausted, you know? But then you're exhausted. Mm-hmm. So then- well, and that was the thing, too. Like, <laughs> because for you, it's like, okay, I came home from work, and now there's more work at home. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was very much the same. I'm like, I've been working at home all day. And when he gets home, I'm going to work. Right? Like we, <laughs> we, because we also had like this, this dynamic, just from a logistical perspective of like how we manage our household, we never did like babysitters. We never did caretakers outside. Of, like it's been us. We never took a break. We never took a break. Yeah. We never took a break. And yeah. like our first, oh my gosh, the first time we went on vacation as a family with our children was in 2020 mm-hmm. at, at the beginning, right before the pandemic hit. Mm-hmm. So like we were, we were literally quite literally burning the candle at both ends, mm-hmm. both of us exhausted and, and kind of like trying to fight the battle on our side. And there wasn't enough like touch point in the middle to say, Hey, are you okay? Not at all. You know? And I don't know, like, I don't know that there's an answer to be given here, you know, for, for those who are listening, who are like, oh, I see myself or I see my partnership in, in that space. Like, I don't know if there's an answer. If anything, I, I feel like we're offering a flashlight to say, hey, are you, are you looking at it? <laughs> are you even looking at it through this lens? Like, mm-hmm. are you even aware that perception really is reality? Mm-hmm. And are you making space to touch, touch base with your partner about their perception um, as well? And to, like, really lean into care of one another. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah. 2020, I mean, going on that vacation, it was, like, the first time where it's, like, we didn't have to carry those other burdens. Right. If you want to call it burdens. We didn't, we can just be normal. We can just live. We can just have fun. Something that was long overdue, you know? Having to go back and look at things today, it's crazy because it's, like, okay, this is what I could have done differently here. This is what I should have done here. This is what I should have done here. And it, at that moment, it's like, like I said, a lot of things were just, let me make ends meet. Let me survive this. Let me get this completed. And it just never stopped. And I think that um, looking back at it today, it's like, okay, that should have been implemented. Yeah. To say, let's take down times. And honestly, like that that was one of that was also one of the growing pains. We talked about <laughs> we talked about hours, you know. Oh my gosh, yeah. So it's like <laughs> it's like, man, like that was just a struggle. And I think that was honestly me screaming for help and saying, I need, I need you. So they don't know that story. So okay, so when I went full time, that was um <laughs> that was the first time, like, I remember coming home from the coffee shop one night, uh, like, finishing up with clients, I come home from the coffee shop, and he's like, you need hours. And I'm like, excuse me? He's like, you need hours. You need to put business hours because 
you know, you're here and you're working. You're there and you're working. There's never a time that you're not working. And I need to know basically like, when are you going to be around? Like when, and not just around, like physically around, but like, when are you going to be present? Yes. And I was very opposed. (laughs) I was very opposed because I was in this early phase also of like, I'm, I'm just going full time in my business. Like I need to have uh, people need to be accessible or I need to be accessible to people rather. And like, I have had this feeling of like, I, I have to perform and I have to be, and I have to do, and I have to blah, blah, blah. And, um, the idea that I would set business hours was like, I was very put off by this. And I remember though, you, I could sense you said I was like, that was your call for help. Mm-hmm. I could sense that. And I remember making a little graphic with some hours on it and feeling so legit <laughs> and publishing it to, you know, Carmen Club's Facebook page and mm-hmm. saying, we have business hours now. Mm-hmm. And, um, but it was like the first time that we introduced a real boundary in the business that mm-hmm. was meant to be in support of the lifestyle that we wanted to build also. Right. But the work didn't stop on the back end. But the work did not stop. So on the, the hours end. were set, but it was set for clients. But it wasn't set at home. But it wasn't set at home. And that's the that was the thing. It's like I needed my partner. You know, I needed to put all hats off, and I needed my partner. Which, like, so that's one of the things that now I learned that lesson the hard way. Like that was that was a real growing pain for us. And even now, like, I'm a, I say it, I like, I'm a workaholic. I love what I do. It's my personality type. I know. I know you know. <laughs> I love it. Like, I can work all day and I will not get tired. I'll forget to eat. I will not sleep. Like, I, I because I love this work. And, and it feels like play, right? And so I, I, I learned the hard way. And that's definitely one of the takeaways from, from me over the course of our marriage. It was like, you have to you have to place a boundary on this thing. And it's still hard for me sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's still very hard for me sometimes. Mm-hmm. But, like, I think about, you know, even, like, my students here at Hennepreneur, like, teaching them have time for you. Make time for you. Like, it's not uncommon for me to give that homework to my students. Like, okay, what did you do to celebrate? Mm-hmm. What did you do to make space for you? What did you do to rest? What did you do to recover? Right? Because I didn't, I didn't, I didn't do those things. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, especially early on, when you feel like you're still in the hustle of it all, because really that's when it was like a really big deal. Mm-hmm. You feel like in the hustle of it all, whether that was with Cardinal Clove Henna growing or even with the start of a Hennapreneur, mm-hmm. right? That's when I was doing 2 a.m., 3 a.m., you know, whatever, nights. And it came up again. It was like, okay, Chelsea, you have to make space. But when you're in that early growth phase, you feel like you have to constantly be performing or else you will never get off of the ground. And it's like, no. Learn this lesson early on. You have to make time for you, and you have to make time for the people that are important to you. Right. But that's definitely harder said than done, and it feels very counterintuitive. uh, I'm sure it did, because that's exactly the conversations that we had. I need to focus on this. And I think we had many conversations, uh, maybe heated conversations, (laughs) around, (laughs) hey, I need you to just, pause you know and it wasn't like i didn't want you to be successful it's not i wanted you to settle it, it like but then maybe you perceived it that way you know and i was like maybe she is maybe she's saying you know that, that 
that fear of growth almost, you know? Like, was I giving that perception to her? Um, but honestly, it's like, hey, I, you were also, maybe I was asking too much of you at that time. I don't know. But it's like, hey, you are also, you know, my wife, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, hey, I, I, I don't need anything from you. I just, let's just sit and watch TV, you know, if that was even a thing. Just remember, like, I also need you to be available to me, you know? Right, yeah. And it was like, I don't, I want to, and, and, and into that, it's like, there was also, again, everybody has their own baggage, right? It's also, I want to feel as important enough to you for you to make time for me. Mm-hmm. So... And well, that was a struggle. It was like, why am I not important? Yeah. You know? And for me, like, it was, I, <laughs> this is where, like, vision really comes in. This is where vision really comes in. Because, like, for me, I, all of the work that I was doing as I was building the business was for us, right? So my vision has always been, like, tied to this legacy. Like, I know, okay, I want I want better for our family. I want better for our kids. I want better for me. I want better for you. I want better for our community. And this business gives me the means to the end to do that. And so, you know, for me, it was like, can't you see what I'm doing here? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. can't you see that it's for us? Like, can't you see if I can book, you know, these three extra parties this month, then that's going to mean that you don't have to be stressed about the groceries or that means that you don't have to be stressed about date night or maybe that means you can take an extra day off or like we can sign Alex up for karate or like, you know what I mean? Like these are, these are the things that were going on in my head. And so as you're asking me like, okay, come and watch TV with me. I'm like, yo, or I could be over here and be productive. Like, don't you see? It's just going to take this heavy hustle right now. And then later on, we're going to have, like, the, we'll reap the fruits of that labor. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, it, it was it was, it was was very frustrating because, and part of it, I think, is personality type. You know, like, mm-hmm. I'm much more independent, self-reliant, self-sufficient. Like, I, that's more my, you know my lane. Mm -hmm. So to then be asked to like, Hey, just come here. (laughs) And so that we can do nothing. I'm like, what do you mean? (laughs) I got shit to do. (laughs) Yeah. No. Okay. So maybe this will put it in perception. You started your business. Now your business is more than 10 years old. Right. But we also started not more than 10 years old or what? At 10, we're 10 years. Yeah. So the our whole relationship is building this business. Well, right. And that's what uh, it's... So then where were we? Where were we building each other? Right. So that is the heavy stone. All the effort was being put into one thing. And it's like, are we forgetting about ourselves here? Yeah. And I like, I feel like we... I feel like we... Well, okay. I don't... I don't... I, I disagree. I can't say that like all of the effort was put into building the business over this time. Perception. Per, but perception, right. But perception. I can acknowledge that that's how you felt. Mm-hmm. For me, I was like, look at all of this growth that's happening. The more, the bigger the business grows, the more we can afford our children. The more the business grows, the more we can provide and the more experiences we can share. And like, whatever. Like, even when I remember when I made the shift um, 
to for us doing like a getaway like a weekend getaway whenever i would work a festival Mm -hmm. like that for me it felt like it went hand in hand i was building this business to support the lifestyle Mm -hmm. that we wanted and or that i wanted Mm -hmm. i don't know if you wanted that i I don't know of course (laughs) okay well then cool so the, the lifestyle that we wanted but then like there was this um the elephant in the room then became okay so if I'm going to build that, then... I need you on pause. I need you... Well, not even I need you on pause. How do you say it like that? <laughs> not I need you on pause, but like, I... Um, how do I want to say this? Dang. It's not like I, I need you on pause, because I felt like... I, I still felt like I was tapped into the relationship. Maybe you didn't feel that. I still felt like I was tapped into the relationship, but I felt like I needed... I don't know. I guess I, I just needed space. And I needed closeness. And you needed closeness. And we triggered the mess out of each other. Exactly. <laughs> so, and, and but that's the thing. It's like, it, it wasn't even that I need you to pause. It's that I was looking for a balance, you know? Maybe it would have taken 20 years to build a business rather than 10 years, you know? But maybe I was willing to go that route but you weren't willing to go that route. You were like, hey, let's slow down here and know that we are doing this on the back end to get to this lifestyle. And it was all about that. But then no, again, we go back to perception, you know, and and communication and, and, and saying what we really need, you know, disclosing what we really need. I think, and did we even take time to ask that? We didn't get of time ourselves. to ask that. No. What do we really need? Right. Because I don't think clarity. that those are conversations that we started to have until much, much later. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. So, okay. How did, like, well, let me, let me, I'm going to bring this back a little bit. I told you what my vision was and what it, what it meant to me and, like, why that was priority Mm-hmm. But like, did you, did you see that? I saw it as the kite. You saw it as the kite? Yeah. You were in the air and there were other kites flying in the air and you wanted to be in the air. So we're going to position you in the best direction for you to get the best of the wind gust to fly higher. And I was going to stay on the ground and navigate from there. So that was my take of the vision. I heard it, and I was going to support it, but I didn't experience the vision. Were you at ever at were you at any point ever enrolled in the vision? The early stages, and then once you started flying, then it's like I I didn't have the sight to see the vision. I can hear it, but you weren't on board. It's not that I wasn't on board. I was well, always on board for success. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, did you did you get where we were going? Like, did you? I did. And also, there was no destination. It's like, there was no, okay, it's going to stop here. Or here's the next, next rest area, you know? Mm. There was none of that. It was just, we were just pedal to the metal at all cylinders. And it's like, okay, when are we going to stop? We didn't take breaks yeah. until they were forced upon us. Yeah. 
So, <laughs> the biggest break for us would have been in 2017. And it was definitely, definitely forced upon us. So, um, some of y'all know our story. Some of you do not. Obviously, it was, it was a lot. Um, the short story is, and without getting into a bunch of details, the short story is, in October of 2017, we had the very unfortunate experience of finding that our family had been touched by child sex abuse. And I, he actually was the one who learned first. And I was out working at a festival and my background in social work was actually working in this capacity. So I remember being at the festival, being in the booth. He calls my phone and I just remember the tone of his voice. From the tone of his voice alone, he said, there's something I have to tell you. I have the kids in the car and we're coming to you right now. And as soon as he said that, I knew exactly what he was going to tell me. Like I just knew and my gut just knew. And so I remember closing the walls on my booth in the middle of the festival and um, sitting with him on the phone. I'm like, you have to tell me what happened, what's going on. And, um, and he does, you know, he did. And it was like life never, <laughs> life never went back to normal, quote mm-hmm. unquote, after that. That was it. Yeah. I was that was rough. I was like the shattering, you know. And I don't know if we ever honestly even talked about that. And it's like that phone call, you know, it's like it's this this comes first, you know. Uh going back to that partnership, going back to that, um going back to the partnership, saying this is our nest, this is our family, you know, we're in this together. And I don't know how we're going to navigate this, but this is this is what happened. And what do we do? You know, and it's tapping back on your shoulder to say, how do we how do we navigate this? Yeah. And going back to that partnership, you know, and saying I'm here. And I don't know what to do, you know, and it's saying I'm not strong. In this arena, what do we do? And it was not easy. I mean, there's nothing about that situation that ever is easy. Like, there's never a circumstance that <laughs> where you're experiencing that and it's easy. Um, and so for us, like, I was really obviously devastated. And also, I was thrown into tunnel vision. Because as soon as I got that phone call... Immediately, I started to work in my mind what needed to happen next. Um, Because that was the type of work that I did in the past, I knew there are certain boxes that you have to check. You have to do this. You have to do that. You must go to the hospital. You must make the reports. You must, you know, sign up for counseling. You must do all of these things. You must have hard conversations with family members. You must like, you must be prepared to engage the legal system. You Mm -hmm. must like, there are all of these different things that happen. Mm -hmm. And I was grateful to have had the experience granted from the other side of the table, right? Mm -hmm. Like 
this for me in the past was through the lens of advocacy. And now here I am experiencing it firsthand with my family. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that, that also created, um, it created a gap between us mm-hmm. because I went immediately again into like this tunnel vision of we must do mm-hmm. in order to take care of the things. And I, I became very, um, uh, action oriented, but also, I was trying to be protective and I was doing that with the curse of knowledge, right? Like I, I knew the things, but here we are almost very similar to when we first started Mm -hmm. where it's like, I have the, I have the perspective, but you don't. But I don't, it didn't mean that I didn't want to, but I didn't have it. And now again, we're faced with the gap. Right. So what do we do in a gap, you know? (sighs) And then that gap is no longer a gap. The gap is weight now. Mm-hmm. And now it's weight on your shoulders, and you're like, do I want to carry this weight? Yeah. And it's like, well, I I need this gap closed, you know? And, and it was ugly. And it was ugly, but, like, it didn't, it didn't, I didn't want it to be ugly. I mean, know? nobody wanted it to of be ugly. Of course not. But it's like, how do you navigate this in the best possible outcome and obviously, there was the given. There was, you have to do this. You have to do this. Okay, like, let's do it. Well, also balancing, like, the sensibilities around, you know, who all is involved here, mm-hmm. right? Like, our, our, our story is not unlike that of most people. The vast majority of times that this happens, it happens with someone who you know, you love, you trust, a family member, a close friend. Mm-hmm. And that, that was true for our, for our family as well. And so, you know, there's all of this nuance and all of these emotions and it's very layered and also you have to do. And so I feel like you came to the table with a much more, I mean, you were, you, you, you came to the table, I can't even say with a much more, with only the, the perspective of like the human element. And I was looking at the, the human element and also mm-hmm. this to-do list, mm-hmm. like this case, like a literal caseload, mm-hmm. right? And, um, and then also I had like the, the perspective of typically this is what it looks like years down the line. Mm -hmm. So I had this added vantage point and I was trying to convey those things, right. Convey those things to, to you. Mm -hmm. And, um, I don't know that we just, we approached the situation in two very different ways. Um, right. And that was that was challenging. It was challenging, and I felt like we both did the best that we could at that time. Looking back at it, things could completely go different, you know. In some ways, in other ways, that we it, it, they would go the same, you know, given how it played out. But again, that we circle back to this indifference of gap in communication. And how do you tackle that? Hey friends, as we wrap up this um, section of our interview, I want to just offer a little bit of my gratitude and uh, appreciation for you for taking the time to hold space for us as we discuss some of these things that are, again, you know, very intimate and um, very personal to our family and to 
our lived experience, right? I want to also kind of open up the floor and, and just create the invitation and create the space if you are someone who has lived through similar circumstances, who perhaps is currently experiencing similar circumstances, or know someone who is and you need support, uh, perhaps you need uh, resources, or if you're looking just for um, a little bit of just space to know that you're seen and understood and that you're not the only one going through it, I want to let you know that you're always welcome to lean into the Hennepreneur community. And that's not to say that you have to go and publish, you know, the details of your life instead of a Facebook group, but this is quite literally me saying, if at any point in time I can be of any service to you, feel free. You are welcome to send me a DM. You're welcome to send me an email at hello at hennapreneur.com um, and to to let me know, right, to just reach out. Unfortunately, um, there are so many of us seated at this table, and over the years it has been... Uh, a bittersweet experience, truly, um, and yet also one that has come with great reward. Um, and just in the context of you know my own my my own heart's work to be able to sit at this table and occupy the space that I do and allow myself and my experience to offer comfort to those who are also in a similar space. So I want to offer that to you. If at any point in time you know uh, you might find it relevant or helpful, or you just want to say hey. This happened to me too, or this is happening to me too, and um, and it's so important for you know for you to feel seen and heard. Know that um, I'm here to support you, and that you're not alone. This is very very common, um, unfortunately, and um, the only way that we can truly move change um, is to stop suffering these sorts of things in silence. So um, I want to leave you with that. I'm going to go ahead and drop a couple links to some resources that were helpful to me and to my family as we were navigating this challenge um, in the show notes for today. And so um, if any of those benefit you or if any of those interest you at any point, feel free, take advantage of them. Um, And yeah, I will chat with y'all a little bit later. I'll see you in our next segment where we'll continue this very, um, you know, this very personal conversation. And I'm hopeful that you're able to take away plenty of insights that are helpful for you um, in just all of the different capacities that we have covered today in our last sessions and, of course, in the segments that are to come. All right. I'll talk to you later. Bye for now. Hey, friend. I just want to give you a quick thank you for tuning into this episode of the Hennepreneur Podcast. And I hope that you're really enjoying connecting with me in this way. You can find links to all of the content shared today in the show notes located at hennapreneur.com slash podcast. If you enjoyed the show and would like to stay in the loop with Hennapreneur, be sure to subscribe to the podcast too. You'll get access to all of the new episodes and to surprise bonus episodes as well as soon as they're released. I'd be so grateful to you if you'd take a moment to rate and leave a review on Apple Podcasts as well. This helps me to reach more artists like you who would love and benefit from the show. For more ways to connect and work with me or to join me inside of the Hennapreneur community, pop over to hennapreneur.com. I can't wait to support you as you chase your big audacious goals, one henna design at a time. <laughs>